One last video on the rivers from Eden for the third day of creation. One of the things modern scholarship did long ago is they created a false paradigm of things from creation disappearing. Well, you know, such as the firmament we covered. Scripture says it's still there to the day of judgment, so it's very inept for a scholar to say otherwise. Clearly, they don't know the Bible. The waters above the firmament, well, also still there till the day of judgment. That So, uh, can't get away from that. The Garden of Eden we'll get to next, but we've already covered uh, a whole series. And uh, watch, is the Garden of Eden still there? That video really breaks that down. And uh, yeah, the Bible says uh, it's also there even after the day of judgment. The tree of life. Did a spaceship go down into the earth, take it up into space, or better yet, zap it with a weapon that takes it to another plane of existence? I mean, it sounds crazy, but that's what scholars are saying. They're saying it was translated to another plane of existence. Ooh. Yeah, uh, no, it's still there, and after the Day of Judgment, uh, it's still there, as believers will eat from it once again. Now, the recurring theme is Yahuwah keeps all these things in store. You know, just as Second Peter 3 says, we've covered that, uh, until the last days. That's when things begin to go a little haywire, but even after that, some are still restored. Now, are the rivers from Eden somehow different uh, than these other creations? Did they disappear? Well, we know they don't fit any modern rivers. Again, watch the series. We've well covered that uh, in massive detail. Uh, try to debate, by the way, on this video without watching that. Be muted. Our channel, Our Rules. No one's going to debate in ignorance, having not reviewed all of the videos that we've laid down on it and think that you know how to debate us. No, you don't. So let's find out. And first, let's go to science. Uh, there are new discoveries or really understandings uh, of what has been there on the bottom of the ocean floor. Well, all along for thousands of years. Our scientists unknowingly uh, because, of course, they don't believe the Bible, which is rather stupid to not at least use or consider it in your interpretations, because it is history, and it is science, uh, according to everything that defines both terms. So, actually finding rivers at the bottom of the ocean, are they? I know. We are just crazy for saying that, right? According, well, to the most illiterate of bloggers, uh, communist YouTube channels. Uh, but are we really crazy? Or are they? Well, we did our research. See for yourself who's crazy. Dr. Dan Parsons, PhD sedimentologist, uh, who specifically studies undersea rivers at the bottom of the ocean floor. Yeah, he and his team. He was at the University of Hall in the UK at the time of this interview when he said this. Uh, and if I remember correctly, I think he's moved to a new position. So uh, maybe he's not with that university, but he's with another one now. 
uh, but continuing the same research. He told BBC and many others his words, a scientist, not us, uh, who studies the ocean floor. Yeah, so the scientists that don't, don't know, but he does, as his specialty with a team uh, who concurs, they say, if you drained all the water away from the ocean, of course, it would look exactly like a river system with bends and meanders, except there are no trees along the banks. Of course, there aren't on the bottom of the ocean floor. Nope, we aren't the crazy ones, are we? The ones saying, well, a river is ice caps, now that's crazy. One saying uh, a geyser is a river, <laughs> nuts. One saying a little spring in Israel because it is named Gihon is the river from Eden when it is all of, what, 325 meters long? Uh, <laughs> that is extremely laughable uh, because it's only about, what, 60 centimeters wide at its uh, <laughs> largest point. That's really bad. Uh, that's a river from Eden. Now that is comedy hour. A straight line which uh, surrounds, oops, nothing, yet the Bible says it has to surround all of Ethiopia, which is really all of Africa when you look at ancient maps, because uh, Ethiopia was coast to coast uh, in ancient times that the Bible was written. And wait, they have to move Ethiopia, well, into Israel in order to make that work too. Insane, really we are not. Our theory holds. Nature magazine, or actually journal, uh, from the very credible Springer, uh, just famous with uh, in uh, dispensing research, uh, in fact. Uh, in 2001, they are just uncovering the facts, well, that the Bible has always recorded. And again, they won't match those up. They won't bother to do that. Uh, they would never admit that, uh, yet that's exactly what the research is supporting, the Bible. Uh, and we don't care if they know it or not. It doesn't matter. The Bible does. See, we cover the Bible. We believe the Bible as our foundation here. No one needs them to admit it. That's a nonsensical paradigm. Who cares what their consensus is when a bunch of uh, so-called scholars or academics get together and concede to be stupid, well, hey, that's stupid consensus. That's all it is. It has no value to anyone in, in the regard of their consensus. Consensus is not proof of anything whatsoever. Now, they hate Yahuwah. Well, that's their consensus. And they hate what he represents. Uh, why would anyone expect them to tell the truth on a matter like this? Well, again, they don't even realize that they're identifying the rivers from Eden. Here we go. They say in this article, uh, vast currents like giant rivers flow throughout the seas driven by differences in temperature and salt concentration. For instance, the Gulf Stream discharges around 30 million tons of water every second compared with just 1 million for all the world's rivers combined. Notice the ocean's different, okay? There's something there on the bottom of the ocean floor that sets it apart. Why? Because Yahuwah created the rivers from Eden there at creation, and they still function, as you're seeing right here in this scientific journal, scientific article.
continued from Nature magazine or journal. Uh, These giant currents transport so much heat around the globe that they play a critical role in shaping the Earth's climate. I'm going to pause there. Just That's just, wow. <laughs> that's what Yahuwah did when he created the rivers from Eden. They still have a critical role to this day, even after being covered over by an entire world ocean. Wow. Only now are scientists piecing together the parts of the ocean circulation puzzle at low and intermediate depths. Imagine that. Now, bear in mind, they still have not explored 90% of the ocean floor. 90%. All right. Yahuwah has explored every inch of it. He knows it intimately, and he knows it all from creation. This detail is in scripture. We've shared with you and especially watched the Rivers from Eden series. It's all there and it is amazing. Someday as science comes around, well, we don't expect them to admit the Bible's been right all along, but they're proving it has been. Oceanographers call these deep sea currents collectively the thermohaline circulation. We cover that in our video on the Great Ocean Conveyor Belt. Watch it. Uh, Thermo meaning heat, haline meaning salt. So heat and salt, that's really what we're talking. Uh, Change the density of water. So, and they're coming from where? Well, they're coming from the hydrothermal vents, especially. That's the main, that's a major source. It's not the only, there are other factors involved too. But that is the fountains of the great deep, which science found, but won't admit it. And they don't even know it, but that's what they found. And again, watch those two videos because we cover that in the Rivers from Eden series. They're awesome. Five worldwide rivers. This is the river from Eden system. It's the entire earth and it would have to be because it's at creation and there's no world ocean yet it's still there on the ocean floor and still functioning to this very day according to science and according to the bible if you believe those of course but instead you can go believe a communist channel if you want or the dumbest blogger on earth and Go ahead. (laughs) All of the two people that read that blog this time will probably, uh, well, not agree either. (laughs) And one's his mother. So, hey, there you go. New Scientist Magazine 2014, Myriad Underwater Rivers. So there's lots of them. Again, they break them down into pieces, just like they do the trenches and uh, and the ridges, and really they're they're all connected. They were all one before the flood, especially. So crisscross the ocean floor, some many thousands of kilometers long. Wow. Now we've shown you, we've covered that. The mid-oceanic ridge is 60,000 kilometers or so long. Wow. So these aren't modern rivers. Hello, They are the ancient rivers from Eden. Tens of kilometers wide and hundreds of meters deep. Well, in some cases, much more than that. Uh, They're forgetting the uh, Mariana's Trench, etc. 
Um, they are the arteries of our planet, the lifeline of the entire planet. Imagine that. Think about that. And that's exactly right. They are the rivers from Eden from Genesis 2. Again, science will never admit that, more than likely, but the Bible is correct. They shunt sediments into the deep, carrying with them the oxygen and nutrients that allow life to thrive at great depths. Imagine that. I mean, many scientists have wondered how on earth are there, is there so much life down there by the, especially the hydrothermal vents and, you know, this is whole thriving ecosystem on the bottom of the ocean floor, especially in the ridges and trenches that science doesn't understand. Well, the reason is because Yahuwah is the one that dug those out, according to Job, and that was done at creation, and those are his rivers from Eden. They also seem to be a vital part of the world's carbon cycle, burying organic matter carried from the shore. Wow, imagine that. The planet heals itself. Hmm, Yahuwah is awesome. How these rivers work is a mystery, though, it says at the end of the article. You know, scientists are catching up a little to the Bible, which they are far, far behind. Uh, much is a mystery to them, and even when they make such discoveries, well, they try to interpret them by ignoring the most ancient of writings of all time, which have documented these rivers from Eden all along. We've covered them in great detail. Watch it. Uh, they've been there since they were created, and they still function, and still the lifeline of the earth to this day. Wow. Once again, we can't go into all the detail in this one video of our Rivers from Eden series, which is, I don't know, 15 videos or so. Uh, and why would we even try? We already proved this position very well. Watch it. Test it. Go ahead. Try to prove it wrong, even. Uh, you will not find another coherent theory as to these locations. Uh, and no one has proven this wrong in over six years now since we released it. Uh, they can censor us, bury our videos, ban us from posting the peri for periods of time. Uh, they can attack us in comments with lunatic language, uh, write uneducated blogs of the dumbest kind. Uh, they can produce YouTube videos against us from communist scum who can't even read, even attack us personally and, yeah, even physically, unfortunately, yet they still can't prove this wrong. There is a reason for that. This, my friends, is truth. We use the National Geographic mapping of the ocean floor uh, to identify these from the 1970s. Uh, NASA's mapping as well, which concurs. Uh, they just take the same data uh, from National Geographic. Uh, and we have another one that is a high-resolution map that's a recreation of the same uh, that we get from our art service. All say the same thing. Uh, and there they are right there. Uh, it's actually pretty easy when you just get the proper perspective, that's all. As Second Esdras sets that, it says the earth was only 15% water before the flood. So we shouldn't be looking for modern rivers, we should be looking for something that's covered over by the New World Ocean. This was the World Aqua Nerve period, uh, and it's still there 
right now, and again, still functioning. Watch Rivers from Eden series. We covered this in a chapter of our book, The Search for King Solomon's Treasure, available free in ebook at ophirinstitute.com. And with, I know, how dare we promote our free ebook? Oh, it's awful. I know. And within the Rivers from Eden, also noted in the science articles we covered, are hydrothermal vents, which heat the ocean deep and introduce salt into the ocean as a major factor as to why the oceans are salty. And again, the lifeline of the world right there. Water coming up from within the earth through rock, picking up traces of salt, essentially. Check this out. Right now we are at a depth of 3,275 meters, looking at an incredible black smoker hydrothermal vent chimney. That black fluid coming out there is likely between 300 and 400 degrees centigrade. These ecosystems are literally islands or oases amongst what is, I mean it's really cliche and the deep sea is definitely not a desert, but relatively islands of abundant fauna, islands of life in what is a usually desert-like deep sea floor. Oh, this is so cool! What about 20, 27 journey. meters high? 30, 30 meters, meters high. And what about in the end times. How do the rivers from Eden come into play? Well, where are they? They're on the bottom of the ocean floor. So what happens? They're going to be restored. See, Revelation 21.1 tells us, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. What? No more world ocean? How does that work? Where does the water come from? No more rivers? Nothing? What? No, that's not what it says. What does that mean? The rivers from Eden will be restored as they were at creation. Wow. This is a concept of what the world looked like at creation to the flood, basically, regarding the rivers from Eden. Uh, this is where Genesis 2 says they are and exactly where the mid-oceanic ridge and trenches run. They were all attached at one time, and they still are really largely. Uh, it's an exact match to Genesis 2. See, the flood erupted, filling the enclosure, as First Enoch defines several times, uh, basically to 15 cubits above the very tallest mountain, Mount Everest. Yes, mountains don't move. Mountains don't grow. They say mountains grow at what? Two centimeters per year. Now, you go do the measurement of miles into the sky, and you tell me if you can do so without a margin of error of greater than two centimeters. That is the dumbest lie we have ever heard. Mountains aren't growing. Volcanoes, yeah, but Mount Everest isn't a volcano, so duh. Then the waters drained, but 
not all of them. The world ocean we see today, which remains unchanged generally, uh, it was formed at that time, covering over the rivers from Eden, uh, still there. The rivers from Eden are still covered over by the New World Ocean since the flood. And that's what we see today. So we see that and we forget that the world was different before the flood. Now they still function according to science and that ain't debatable. Uh, without them, we would be in trouble. The entire circulation of the ocean follows these largely. And in fact, watch the great ocean conveyor belt. It's awesome. It is uncanny how that circulation matches the flow downhill, and yes it is, of the rivers from Eden from the North Pole all the way around the earth and then back returning to form the world's largest waterfall right at the point where the rivers from Eden originate hmm, on the bottom of the ocean floor where the circulation picks back up again and repeats and repeats and repeats. That is a Wow, indeed. We also know that this knowledge of the rivers from Eden has never been lost. All right. Yes, this has always been the Bible paradigm. No, not scholars who are really good at losing information, unfortunately, because they form paradigms that box information out. They don't know the Bible too often. But the Bible paradigm from which we should learn has documented this all along. It's always been there. We're not bringing you some new, you know, finds. We're bringing you the ancient record, which is the way we should be reading the Bible and should have been all along. The fact that modern scholars have lost that is a big problem for them, not us and not you. The Bible defines these five rivers from the first week, day three, of creation, when they were created. No, not the second week, and we're going to get to Genesis 2, uh, and we will nail that down completely very soon in this series. Job knew where they were and how they operated. He gives much detail. We cover much of on Job, uh, especially in chapter 28. But in about 2300 BC or so, maybe it's a little later, maybe it's a little earlier, nobody really knows exactly when Job wrote, but that's a rough guesstimate, which is not from us others. Moses, uh, from the record of the Angel of the Presence, the Heavenly Tablets, an eyewitness uh, record since creation, mind you, uh, knew of them in about 1700 B.C., and right there documents this from creation to 1700 B.C. in this one reference. There you go. In 200 to 100 B.C., the wisdom of Sirach, as well as uh, Hymn 14 uh, in the Dead Sea Scrolls, uh, I think there's others as well in the scrolls uh, that we've covered, knew the rivers from Eden were still there on the bottom of the ocean floor. Now, second asterisk you can throw in there as well. Uh, I mean, there's, there's tons of things that we've covered, but we're just doing a quick timestamp timeline here for everyone to see this has continued throughout history. And even in prophecy from John in the first century, knew where the rivers from Eden were and that they would be restored on the day of judgment. So first century to the day of judgment, 
the whole period is pretty much documented. Uh, history and the Bible have always known where the rivers from Eden were. And, well, you know, the China heritage fraudulently claiming to represent Filipinos, uh, yet not, knows, well, nothing, only how to agitate in ignorance, of course. Yet scientists still know this today. At least the science itself does. They don't know how to interpret it. That's their problem, not ours. And let's be clear, they admit they still do not completely understand how the ocean works. Understand that. Those are their words. Yahuwah knows, and the Bible knows. So there you go. The rivers from Eden are still there, covered by the New World Ocean to be revealed once again in the end times. This is not a matter for debate because this is settled. Uh, this is the only place they can be. All modern rivers fail. None fit these monstrous rivers. Even science defines their massive size. Genesis 2 is very clear, locating them with precision and the map of the ocean floor concurs with Genesis. How about that? See, we know that since the 1970s. Of course, anybody writing before the 1970s, it would be hard to see and understand the passage. But now we can. Now they've mapped the ocean floor. Uh, that is what Moses meant. Wow, we can see it. That is what Job meant. That is what Sirach meant. That's what the Dead Sea Scrolls said all this time. It's been there. And so many sources we cover in our Rivers from Eden series. Does the notion seem uh, foreign when you first hear it? Well, of course. Sure, it does. Uh, and that really is of no matter. Uh, however, watch, test, and learn. And see for yourself if this is not the only coherent theory which matches Scripture and science. We know it is. We have over 500 videos on this channel. Wow, 500, yeah boy. Imagine that. Many just as profound, uh, with some 50 or so in Tagalog for Filipinos, uh, six in Spanish to start. Uh, we also have been setting up subtitles for 20 plus languages for most of our videos. Don't forget to like and subscribe and click the bell for notifications of new uploads. Join our email list as YouTube, well, they just forget to notify often. Uh, conveniently, and we will notify you ourselves at thegodculture.com. Just fill in the pop-up there. Uh, we have alternative platforms for videos on Rumble, Odyssey, and Player, formerly Utreon. They've changed their name just recently. Uh, and our podcast is also available for most of our videos as well. All links in the description box. Friend us on Facebook at The God Culture, space hyphen space original. If you prefer an alternative, we have Gab and Parlor, though it was just bought out as well and hopefully will be up again soon. It's not right now, or at least not as the recording of this video. But links below. We have seven books published internationally being read in over 100 countries, uh, and we're progressing towards our next releases very soon. We also have now launched Ophir Philippines Coffee Table Book in the U.S., Canada, and U.K., and many overseas markets on Amazon, and it is available in hardcover or softcover color, as well as softcover black and white.
Additionally, we launched the Book of Jubilees, the Torah calendar with colored maps and interior, uh, as many had requested, overseas on Amazon uh, as well. Uh, we already have that in the Philippines with color maps. Uh, but that too is available on Amazon in color, hardcover, or softcover, and black and white softcover if you wish. All books except Bible History Illustrated are free in ebook, and that one even is available free in animation. Uh, a video on the series where we do one video with the whole thing, and we break it down into five separate videos as well. It's all there free of charge. Our content, folks, is free. Just go to OphirInstitute.com for all the links for your area for all of our books. More coming very soon. And check out our cool trailers next. Thank you for watching. Now always remember, prove all things for yourself. Yah bless to everyone.